Last time on Why Can't We Be Wizards. Hello? Is anyone, is anyone here? This seems a lot like the secret room, but like a secret corridor that just appears when you need it. Yeah, but it wasn't just in one place. It like took me across the castle. Also, why did this bookshelf just randomly fall over? She doesn't like to listen to anybody, but maybe if she'll listen to anybody, it's me. Maybe you're right. That it is. That it is. Joe says as he uh, piles the fake bacon onto plates uh, in front of all of you. Allison takes like a little nibble of a corner of fake bacon. Oh, I'll try it. I'll try anything. Oh, yeah. I would never put myself in danger in Quidditch. I'm always trying not to get hit by the bludgers. Michael almost seems to no longer exist. Uh, I guess I've run out of the greenhouse. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, it was so gross. It touched me. Why don't you all come over here for a minute? Allison's super Uh-oh. skeptical. Um, this homework isn't going to do itself, but... Yeah, no, that's fine. It's called the Dr. Professor Wizard Magical Role-Playing Experience. Y'all, you uh, you ready for this uh, this here Doctor Professor Wizard magical role playing experience? Yes, we're gonna win, Doctor Professor Wizard. Yes. <laughs> All right, now has everyone completed their character sheets? Got it. Yeah. Skylar waves their paper around. Got it. Allison holds up hers. I was born ready to play Doctor Professor Wizard. I'm sorry. Hold hold on a second. You're actually playing Doctor Professor Wizard. Oh yeah, I thought. I thought that was assumed. Oh, I didn't. Know well, that. no. I, Why would anyone assume that? That's not. I mean, uh, it's not really part of the game. It's fine. I mean, I you don't, know what. Look, I don't have to. I just want to real bad. Oh, you should. He's such a cool guy. I watch his shows all the time. Doctor Professor the Wizard. He's smart. He teaches he <laughs> good <laughs> magic. Something. <laughs> something. Something. Professor Wizard. You need to stop listening to advertisements so much. <laughs> okay, so uh, why don't we why don't we go around the circle? We'll uh, we'll talk about each of the characters you all have decided to uh, to, to play as. Well, I am Doctor Professor Wizard, who is uh, he's a doctor and he's a professor and he's he's a wizard. Um, he does good, and he's friendly, and he's cool. Uh, he has a lot of experience doing those things. And, you, I mean, you guys know Dr. Professor Wizard. You've all read the comics, right? Yeah. No. No. What? <gasps> you haven't read them? I've been them too busy you. studying our school books. Oh, how has this gone for so long? Oh, I have loose pages of this comic in, like, most of my textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you ripped up the comics? I mean, I... Yeah, they're mine. I'll do I'll do what I want with them. Oh, I might have borrowed one of those from Hunter. Uh, I'll, I'll buy him another one. Uh, oh, okay. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go? Who Who wants to go next? Who wants to go next? I'll go next. So I decided to be Detective Spy Guy. He's super cool. He He saw this ad on a telephone pole for a spy job, and well, to be fair, he thought it was an acting job. Um, and so he went in and he got all this paperwork and he signed it and then they gave him the shot, which he thought it was a little weird. 
And then he woke up three days later in his apartment with all these extra skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. So he's pretty friendly. Technology. <laughs> blue colored shirt. Brown belt. Detective Spy Guy. And what kind of skills does Detective Spy Guy have? Uh, well, okay. He can hear through walls. He can see microscopic things, 10x, and he has the scent powers of a dog. That sounds very, very inventive and useful. Nice job, Allison. Thanks. My character has the scent powers of a dog, too. Hero monster person. Hero monster person. Yeah, he has, like, a a real person name, too. His name is Louis Garou. I have a real person name, too. My name is Matt. Oh, yeah, Dr. Professor Wizard has an alter ego, too. His name is Mr person human hey that's very mr. close mr mr person man he's that's mr very, person man that's, that sounds very similar i'm not sure that's right canonically but that's fine anyhow lewis guru was working at one of those muggle research centers where they do science magic or whatever uh as he was working there as the janitor but an experiment went wrong and he got caught in the blast and then he became a dog man Wow, that's a... Wait, that's normal in the wizarding world, huh? Yeah, super normal. It's uh, very accepted in this world because he's a superhero and he's got a... uh, He's super strong and he also has an ultrasonic bark because his bark is worse than his bite. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Very good catchphrase. Mm. Uh, And I didn't take a third ability because I want to have a sidekick... Oh, okay. Uh, and her name is Victoria the Vampire, and she's very skilled at using muggle devices like TikTok and FaceChat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of those are. Well, basically, muggles do this thing where they have these little boxes in their pocket and they talk to them all the time, and it gives them mm. all their uh, thoughts or whatever. And Victoria is uh, Louis Garou's social media manager so she's a sidekick social vampire but media. mostly she does uh does social media sounds like a very powerful weapon let's continue on who, who, who wants to go next oh go ahead i'm going to be playing investigator psychologist boss um she is a psychologist by day and a murder investigator by night um her powers are a psychic brain freeze where she can give ever anyone a brain f- brain freeze at any time. <laughs> um, she can read minds, and she also can do dream inception, so she can invade and control the dreams of others. Ooh. Oh, all right. Well, that sounds uh, that sounds very uh, very scary and dangerous, perhaps. Yeah. Well, uh, we got one. We got one left. Uh, Skylar, why don't you why don't you go ahead? Yeah, I'm the Mona Lisa with cool guy sunglasses. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're Wait, that's the your Mona name? Mona Lisa with cool guy sunglasses? That's no, that's name? who I am. So basically, <laughs> the Mona Lisa, like... Um, What's the Mona Lisa? It's like this famous muggle painting. So basically, I'm an um, enchanted painting set that paints itself that you can sell <gasps> to all the wizarding community. However, this particular spell on this particular set went a little wrong and I have gained consciousness. So I'm now on the loose as a painting and I'm slowly running out of paint and when I do, I will die. 
But in the meantime, I have this one life to live, so my goal is to do as much as I can in my short life. And my abilities are I have magic paint that can create anything, and I'm very good at my expression and persuasion because art inspires people. And my sidekick is Pedro, the preschool painter. He's four years old and adorable. Wow, Skylar, that's quite a character. I really like their powers. They're really interesting. Reminds me of that M.C. Escher world. Yeah, that's where I thought of it. All right, all right. So that's our cast of characters. Uh, It says in here that um, you're also going to need to create your team name. Uh, your, your, Your superhero crime fighting team needs to have its very own name. Uh, And you also need to tell me two good things about your superhero team and two bad things about your superhero team. Mm. Can we be called Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw! (laughs) We just have so much pride, I look up at Emmanuel. But what if our characters aren't Ravenclaws? Yeah, guys, I think that's too meta. What, you want them to be called Slytherins? We could all dress up like Slytherins. Oh my god, no. Not again. (laughs) What about like the Dumbledorks? Dumbledore's the dead. The Dumbledorks. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know who Dumbledore is. What? Yes, we do. I know who George Washington is. I know who Dumbledore is. Who's George Washington? <laughs> why? Why don't we just call ourselves the heroes? That sounds I good. Like that. Yeah, it's in uh, my name. Sure. Are we sure that some of us aren't villains? Is that directed towards me, Leo? It's not. It's not. I give Leah, like, an uncomfortable look. <laughs> I awkwardly look between the two of them. Okay, okay. Why don't we go ahead and get started? The heroes and Dr. Very Professor Wizard magical role-playing experience. Let us begin. So, we begin in the bustling city of New Londonopolis. A new city for a new way of life. I'm reading off the paper. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. And yes, it yep. is called okay. New Londonopolis because the old Londonopolis exploded. Uh, but our intrepid uh. heroes made sure that those ne'er-do-wells got the mighty fist of justice. The heroes are currently kicking back and relaxing after one such daring adventure. So tell me, what is everybody doing at the Hall of Justice at the moment? Lou's looking around, his nose in the air, He's trying to find that mastodon bone that he misplaced from his last adventure. Dr. Professor Wizard is using his his mind-listening powers to listen out in the world and see who's got problems and, and trouble. Was that one of the abilities you listed in the beginning? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, investigator's uh, psychologist boss is going through some of her paperwork from her day job and making notes next to, like, a big pile of papers. Detective Spy Guy is looking at his lunch in the fridge with his microscopic vision to see if he can tell whose fingerprints are on it because somebody moved his lunch. (laughs) Just moved it, not even ate it. The worst possible crime. (laughs) (laughs) Mona Lisa with cool guy sunglasses is just on the outside of the building, splattered on the wall, and just nodding approvingly at citizens passing by. Okay, uh, well, why don't we try to, I think the way this game works is I have to resolve your actions and we roll some dice to figure out uh, whether it happens or not. 
Emmanuel, can I put some, can you um, make some sunglasses so I can feel more in character, please? You want me to make some sunglasses like? Yes, please. Right, right now? Yeah, can you just um, Out of use no- magic? You could have magic, right? Think. Yeah, you want to Trans- conjure them? You know transfiguration, right? Okay, uh, I guess so. Hold on, let me just, yeah, uh, give me that. Uh, yeah, hold on. And he, he. Wait, here, you can transfigure these. And Leah takes out some sunglasses. Oh, okay. Uh, well, these are already sunglasses. So. Okay, Sk- Skylar puts them on. Thanks. Thanks, Leo. And then, no like, uh, they make, like, a cool guy face. Yeah, and so nothing uh, like visual gags and, and, for podcasts. And so uh, I think the way this game works is that y- y'all need to roll some dice, and then I tell you if you succeed at your attempted actions or if you fail. So, um, ooh, 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 okay. Uh, I rolled a five. I didn't ask you to roll yet. What happened? What I did? I do good. Leo, listen to the directions. <gasps> Hold, okay. okay, so the way it's gonna work is you have to say you're doing a particular action. You know, like uh, uh, Caleb right here. He was trying to sniff for his bone. So what we're going to do is we're going to roll. He's going to roll to see if he found the bone or not. So, uh, uh, Caleb, why don't you roll uh, one of those there six-sided die to see if you succeed or fail? And let's throw a second one in there because you have uh, a smelling ability. So you should get an extra die on that. Wait, don't all dice have six sides? No, actually, there's many different kinds of dice, but uh, these are the most common. Fancy. Yeah, sometimes I heard that the Muggles have like weird, like forty-seven sided dice. Oh, yeah, that sounds wrong, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, I think a dice could it's some high, it's some big so, number. So, Caleb, I would say uh, that a roll to see if you are able to sniff something in the air uh, sounds more like a brawn roll than a brains to me. So, what's your what is your score? Well, I thought it'd be a good idea to have a good body score. Okay. My score is two. <laughs> two. Okay. Well, so that's that makes you mighty brawny. Uh, and you rolled some, some bronze rolls. So uh, what'd you get on them rolls? One die is a six and the other one is a one. Okay. So you got one success, which means that you barely manage it. Mm. So I think... Uh, in this case, what I'm going to say is you spend a while searching for the bone. It takes you a few extra tries to sort of sniff it out. Uh, but eventually, uh, through your conversation with Art, you are able to find the bone af- after Art points you in the right direction. And it's actually in a trash can right outside. Oh, I think I get how this game works now. Yeah, that was a good example. I did not get it when I read this. Oh, was that was that Lauren? No. Well, yes, but no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. That's the secret. I am Leo. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, hero monster person has found his bone. Let's move on to the next. Uh, the next person. Would anyone else like to make an action of some kind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to figure out who messed with my lunch. Okay. Uh, well, that sounds like a brains roll, and you have an ability for that. Yeah, I, microscopic things. Great. So, what? Well, yeah. What? Uh, so, tell me, what's your what is your ability score? My score is a four, because I'm pretty smart. Okay, and so you need to roll two dice, and you need to get them at four or lower. Mm. They are both fours. Okay, excellent. So, uh, this is actually a special case. 
If you roll your number exactly, you have ultra power and get special insight into what's going on. So, in addition to telling you that it was, in fact, Dr. Professor Wizard who got his meaty hands on your lunch. Dr. Professor Wizard? (gasps) I would never. You can also ask me one question about the game, and I have to answer honestly. Ask if anyone's evil, Skylar says out of the game. (gasps) Evil. Well, how is that related to my sandwich? Well, evil people can move people's sandwiches. Only evil people mess with other people's food. <laughs> that's the that's the scariest evil person ability there is, sandwich moving. Mm-hmm. Mm. What was DPW's motivation for touching my sandwich? I don't know. That's a good question that I think Leo is going to have to answer. Well, he likes sandwiches, and he had a momentary lapse of compassion that he regrets were you hungry did you forget your lunch at home yeah okay here you can have the rest of my own sandwich yeah yes thank wait, you wait i hold on i cast repair sandwich to generate the rest of the sandwich wait you're casting magic in the game yeah i'm a wizard okay i don't know much about dr professor wizard but i'm pretty sure he casts medicine spells that teach people stuff. He knows things about other stuff. Like how to magically make a sandwich? Yeah, he's Dr. Professor Wizard. He knows a professor. He knows a lot of stuff. Leo, you know, I'm not sure that's really part of the game, but... uh... No, it says it right here on my character sheet. And Leo quickly scribbles some stuff on the sheet and and holds it up. Can't you take anything seriously? A a game with dice? Okay. This is for funsies. Hold, hold, hold on now. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my crisis intervention hat on for a second here. Freya, now I know you're upset that Leo is doing something that's kind of against the rules in the game, and I get that. But would you maybe think about saying something nice to Leo, even though he made a mistake? Why am I being punished for something that he did? No, no one's being punished. It's not. That's not really what this is all about. This is all about building bridges. And uh, coming together as a group. I, uh, Skylar also leans over to Freya and sa- and whispers, Try, may you please take this game seriously? Also, can I have your dice? Yours has sparkles in it and mine doesn't. Wait, Freya's dice have sparkles? Wait, Emmanuel, you have sparkle dice? I want some sparkle dice. I can whispering. I have sparkle dice? Everyone can have a turn with the sparkle dice. We all need to, to oh share and work together. That's what this game is all about, right? I'll weigh my turn. Okay. I still look at Freya to see if I get them. Freya pushes the dice towards Skylar. Go ahead. Yes. Leo, can you please take this game seriously? I, I give you a thumbs up from across the, the board. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I broke the rules. I was just doing it for comedic effect. I'll take it seriously. Yeah. I, I'll, as seriously as a role-playing game about Dr. Professor Wizard can, can be. Dr. Professor Wizard... Magical role-playing experience is a very yes, serious very very game. serious. Yes. Yeah, we're only going to make some jokes sometimes. All right, now let's continue. So as this sandwich conversation is going on, at that very moment, uh, y'all hear a big alarm beeping all throughout the Hall of Justice, and well, so a large red rotary phone that sits in the middle of the a, main a rotary, hall. What a rotary phone! You know, it's like a phone, but. Um, you know what a phone is? Uh, it's 
What's a phone? Uh, I mean, you've the seen the thing Dr. you used to call Wizard. people. It's, it's like a it's like a thing that the they Muggles can owl. use to communicate with one another. Oh, Muggles Owl! Thanks, Freya. That makes perfect sense. There you go. Okay, so this 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 phone it stands on a pedestal in the center of the room, uh, and it starts buzzing. As all of the heroes know, that phone has got one line of communication to it. The commissioner is calling. <gasps> the commissioner. I better take this. Uh, Mona Lisa with cool guy sunglasses calls out to hero monster person. Lugaroo, it's the commissioner. Come quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hero monster person trots in with the giant dinosaur bone in his mouth. How big is this bone? Wait. Oh, it is a gig. It's a mastodon rib bone, so it's it's to scale. And I'm traveling <laughs> like on the walls, like kind of like a shadow. I'm trying to shove the remaining bits of my sandwich in my face because I know I'm not going to get to eat again. I better take this. It's an important Dr. Professor Wizard business. And he runs over and picks up the phone. Dr. Professor Wizard. Yes, and he sings the jingle to himself. And so uh, on the other side of the phone, you just hear, It is is the commissioner. There's great evil afoot. Oh, oh, it's... Great evil. That that sounds bad. Oh yeah, it's the uh, evil wrestler lawyer and and the rest of the. Oh my god! Oh, no. Evil wrestler lawyer. Evil wrestler I lawyer. I heard about that one. I kind of remember him from the. I mean, from my past adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I get really yeah. excited. Uh, Skylar gets really excited and whispers to Caleb, "I have that edition in my trunk upstairs." <gasps> oh, you gotta let me borrow that. Because I haven't read it. Evil, evil wrestler lawyer and the rest of the malevolent guardians are preparing a, a laser gun to destroy all <gasps> of New Londonopolis. If you don't laser s- gun, yeah, if you don't stop them, I don't think there'll be enough taxpayer money left to build a new New Londonopolis. Oh, also, the lives of the citizens are important as well. Oh my God, Mr. Commissioner, I have a very important question for you. What? What's a laser gun? Oh, it's like a a very serious device that can blow up a whole city. You guys, it's the commissioner. He says there's some evil wand gonna blow up some city somewhere. Oh no! We gotta stop it. What? What city? Which city? New New Londonopolis. The one New that Lund- you are currently London. New Op- London. What he said. We don't the know. New London. We don't know what the New London. New Londonopolis. New Londonopolis. But very serious. That's the city. I that live we're in New in. Londonopolis. That's where we are. Mona Lisa's gonna move to the outside of the building. And then um, I think what she would do is um, she's going to take off her sunglasses because she knows it's serious. <gasps> and she's going to mark on the wall surrounding the building, evacuate, evacuate. All right. So uh, you're going you're gonna to try to blast a message all across the city? Yes. Okay. Well, that sounds like a cool roll. I'm going to say that's a brains roll. And I'm also going to say... Uh, you're being yes, it's daring. My persuasion ability. Right. So that's your ability, and you're also being daring and awesome. So why don't you roll three dice? Okay. One. Wow, well, Skylar, get four, three dice on that one. Six. My brain is a five. Uh, so that means that you got two successes. So uh, you do this, and you do it well. The citizenry of the town is alerted and are now beginning the evacuation process. It'll take some time. Because, uh, uh, you know, Rome wasn't evacuated in a day. But... But the Colosseum was. That, yeah, but we're not in the Colosseum. So, and, What's the Colosseum? Uh, it's an old building. Pile of rocks. 
So investigator psychologist boss is going to try reading the minds of people on the other side of the town to see if she can pinpoint where those those evil guys are. The malevolent guardians. Yes. Malevolent guardians. Yes. Malevolent guardians. All right. Okay. Uh, well, that sounds like it's definitely one of your powers. Um, I don't know that it really puts you in danger, though. So I guess that's going to be 2d6. Why don't you roll two dice? Okay, 2d6. I rolled two fives. Uh, and what's your number? Four. Okay, so I think that you fail. Wait, but was it a mind or was it a... It's definitely a brains roll. That's not a brawn. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, you, you reach deep into your mind and soul, and all you find is a dog's head, and it's like... Woof, 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 woof. My parents had a dog <laughs> before they died. Oh, that's a. Oh. All right. Well, you know, it's good. It's good to express our feelings in in a close, safe setting where our friends are around us. Way to be a downer, Freya. Thank you, Freya. Oh no, hold I on. Was no, trying to be I mean, my this character, is a safe Leo. Bubble. Whatever. Let's keep going. Allison just looks confused. <laughs> All right, why don't we continue the game? Let's let's try to let's try to take it down a notch. All right, all right, everyone. Okay. Hero monster person is howling, barking, 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 barking. Does hero monster person know how to speak English? Barking, 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 barking. <laughs> uh, he does. He talked to me earlier. He does. <laughs> Detective spy guy goes over to um your dog there. And says, uh, oh, hey, it's okay. You don't got to bark. Like, what you barking about? And I give a little sniff because I can scent what he's what he's about. Do I smell any bad things? Well, why don't you, uh, why don't you roll for that? Sniffers away. <laughs> is that your catchphrase? That is my catchphrase. And I got a three and a five. My number is two. Okay, so you succeed. Uh, Caleb, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that hero monster person sniffs all the way across town and can tell that uh, an abandoned factory on the other side of town is where the malevolent guardians are at the moment. As you reach into hero monster person's mind, you hear him say, "There is trouble in the warehouses. We must go and investigate." Ooh, I like his voice. That's some nice character work, Caleb. Yeah. Here, you get a you get a gold star. <laughs> and Emmanuel Wait. reaches into his back pocket and pulls out a, a book of stickers and takes a, a star sticker and puts it on your robe. Caleb's really happy about this. <gasps> Skylar, now knowing that stickers are involved, like straightens their back and is like ready to do good. Wait, I want a gold star. I want to be a star. We all want to be a star. Come, companions. Let us away. Woof, 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 woof. Okay, so Mona Lisa with cool guy sunglasses is going to follow hero monster person um, across the city to this abandoned warehouse. Dr. Professor Wizard follows. So I think we're all going then. Yeah. And now, a word from our wizard sponsors. Dear me, whatever should I get for my book club to read this month? Oh, hello there. <gasps> Gilderoy Lockhart? Yes, yes, it's really me. What are you doing here at Flourish and Blots? 
Well, I just thought I'd pop by and help point lost witches and wizards toward the very best books to suit their needs. Oh, Mr. Lockhart, you really are a hero! Won't you please help me find the right book? Certainly. What you need, my dear, is my recently published autobiography, Magical Me, just released this week as a matter of fact, and already at the very top of the bestsellers list. Wow, a whole book about your life? But you're so young! Yes, quite different from all the other books about my many travels and adventures, this one's got my picture right on the front, just underneath the title. Merlin's beard? How could I possibly say no? Only if someone asks if you don't want to read it, my dear. And you're in luck if you buy ten copies so you can give them out to all your friends, then you get a ten percent discount. <gasps> really? Oh, thank you, Mr. Lockhart. I better hurry. There's only nine hundred copies left in the store. Oh. That's Magical Me, ladies and gentlemen, now available wherever books are sold. Magical Me is the latest in a very, very long list of books written and published by Gilderoy Lockhart. Don't worry about the lack of alliteration in the title because titles are irrelevant. Any and all sales of this book are final and under no circumstances whatsoever should the purchaser of this book expect a refund in the event of they become dissatisfied. The published works of Gilderoy Lockhart are meant for the entertainment purposes only, as books can be misleading, and nobody who might read them is likely to uncover any inaccuracies anyway because, assuming that someone else has accomplished all the things Gilderoy Lockhart claims to have done, you would be unwise to try and find them because it would be a complete waste of time. I mean, what? I didn't say anything. Look over there! Read the book! Buy the book. You'll love the book. you love Gilderoy Lockhart. Restrictions apply. Results may vary. Hi, everybody. It's Kevin, your resident Potter nerd. Uh, can we just take a step back to appreciate modern medical wizard science? Yeah, I know, I know. Lockhart's brain is obviously still addled, uh, but at least he's forming coherent thoughts based on his previous life again. At the very least, that's going to help his book sales. Anyhow, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Why Can't We Be Wizards? I have to thank all of you 10 times more than usual for waiting for this episode. I'm so sorry that it's getting up so late. Uh, I had a little bit of a family emergency, but everything is fine now and we should be back on schedule going forward. So thanks everybody who reached out directly to ask if everything was okay. I really do appreciate all the kind words. Um, so as always, the outpouring of support for us all over social media, uh, as well as on the Discord server, it, it's just so heartwarming. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, so with that out of the way, uh, I do have a few call-outs and announcements this week. First, and uh, obviously, since you're about halfway through this episode, uh, I need to call out and extend a great deal of gratitude for the extremely cool game system that our heroes are using to play uh, this weird game we're playing this week. Uh, it's a very special one-page RPG called Super Brains and Brawn. I would love to credit the author, but I actually found this from a completely unnamed source. Uh, the game itself is based on another one-page RPG called Lasers and Feelings, and all the credit for that game concept goes to John Harper. So thank you, John, and the anonymous creator of Super Brains and Brawn. Uh, please take a look in the episode description for links if you're interested in either of those. Uh, they're really awesome for playing one-shots, just like the one that we're playing today. Secondly, I, I also want to give out another shout out to the folks over at PuffCast. They helped provide this week's commercial. They actually did all the writing, recording, and editing for it, and it really was really awesome. 
Uh, we really appreciate their support. So please, folks, go ahead and give them a listen. Their show is just really, really fantastic. Uh, last announcement. Uh, we are going to be recording our book two wrap up episode actually in just a couple of days. So if you haven't already, please reach out to us through email or on our social media accounts with any questions you have for us. And we will be happy to answer them on the show. We are also still accepting audio recordings of those questions if you want to end up on the show yourself, but please get those in soon. Lastly, as always, I want to thank Table Story for their awesome game system, Witchcraft and Wizardry, that we totally normally play on this show. Uh, They're amazing. Please go check them out. Okay, so that's going to pretty much do it for me. We will be back on schedule uh, with our next episode in a little less than two weeks on July 2nd. Thanks, everyone. Uh, all right, and so uh, the the whole group of heroes, the heroes, make their way across town to an abandoned, creepy old factory. This uh, this factory is creepy. That's all it says on this sheet here. I don't know what else to say to you. Anyway, cool. you guys, uh, <laughs> I think this factory is creepy. Wow, I couldn't tell. I know. Despite it being daytime uh, as you left the area, it is now pitch black the dark of night and in front of the door uh, of this abandoned factory you see the silhouette of a tall slender woman hail and well met milady really the woman's silhouette takes a step forward and finds herself under a dark light (gasps) ah yes dr professor wizard is uh yeah that's me this hero monster person here i have some information for him to, uh... I think, I think so. Woof, 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 woof! Here a monster person walks up to Victoria, looks her in the eyes with his dog eyes. All right, uh, here a monster person. Well, the villains are definitely in there. I scoped the place out. Seems like they don't really have any good defenses. They're all kind of monologuing to one another uh, in the main (laughs) area. Understandable. So do we, like, need a decoy? Is someone to go in there and, like, pretend to be part of the team? This is a dangerous situation. I can't bring in my bone. I'm going to go bury it. (laughs) (laughs) It's very Uh, important. I'll come with you. Victoria nods and says that, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I do that. (laughs) That tracks. Yeah, you don't need to roll for it. You succeed. (laughs) Um, I think Mona Lisa with cool guy sunglasses is going to paint extendable ears for her party to use. But I can just hear through walls. I shimmy one of the extendable ears under the door. Wait, doesn't Skylar have to roll for that? Ooh, do I? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why don't, but why but don't I can just you... hear through the walls. <laughs> yeah, Maybe but that's also going to be a roll for... Why don't you both roll? All righty. I roll to be proud of my friends. I got a four and a one, so I matched and I'm under. I I matched and I have one over. Okay, so Allison, you're going to hear more than uh, Skylar hears. What you hear is a loud, boisterous, deep voice. Oh, ho, ho, ho. this laser will destroy the city. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho. Yes, it will. And the, the the taxpayers will foot the bill for it, I do say. Yes. <laughs> you know this to be the voice of Eva Wrestler Boy. Oh. 
All right. So Detective Spy Guy like had his ear kind of like pressed to the wall, mime style, and then like recoils back and looks at everyone and say, "Evil wrestler lawyer is on the other side, right there, <gasps> cackling Evil over their lawyer. their new laser that's gonna destroy the city." And then I like look for the where the camera would be and try to like break the third wall. <laughs> is it like breaking the sixth wall? Here, a monster person can break walls. <laughs> we'll break it because the laser's in this building. We need a good plan. Is this uh? Is this person still standing with us, Emmanuel? What person? The person the vampire? that Yeah. Oh, Victoria the vampire, Caleb's sidekick. Uh, I oh. think she's actually currently watching and guarding Caleb, or I guess hero monster person, while he uh, digs his bone into the ground over there. Oh, look, looks like they're coming back over now. No one saw that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I think Wait. Mona Lisa will lie and say that she didn't see it, just to make your character feel more comfortable. Well, that's very kind and thoughtful, Skylar. Very nice role playing. Thank you. <gasps> Do I get a sticker? Yeah, you get a sticker. Here you go. <laughs> I want a sticker. And, and Emmanuel offers you a sticker. Yay. I put it on my character sheet. Well, then, Allison, if you want to get a sticker, got to do something nice. Mm-hmm. Ah, I figured out how to get more stickers. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is be one, a good person. One per customer. Okay. Okay. One per customer. <laughs> you only got to be nice once. Well, now that's w- negative one. That's negative one star. <laughs> So, this is all very confusing, Emmanuel. Okay, okay. So what do we know? So is there a way to get in the building? I mean, there's a there's a door. Oh, let's just go through the door. Wait, I could go in there and like pretend to be a car insurance salesman. <laughs> That's a good idea. A wizard car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do people like car insurance salesmen? Detective Spy Guy is gonna like kind of square his shoulders and like get ready for his little performance there, and like walk up to the door and knock on the door. Scatter. Um, while you do that, um, the Mona Lisa cool guy is gonna position herself um on the wall above the door so they can then move inwards to the inside ceiling in a stealthy manner. Oh, okay. I'm going to say, well, let's resolve that as it happens. So, uh, all right. Well, the door opens. Everyone else is hidden. Hero monster person goes up on the roof. Dr. Professor Wizard isn't afraid of anything. He stands ready to face whoever comes out. The door opens. And on the other side of the door is a short, slender man uh, wearing a bright blue outfit with a lightning bolt down the center. Uh, for all of y'all familiar with the Dr. Professor Wizard series of characters and properties, this is Cosmic Sidekick. Hello, Cosmic Sidekick. I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even insurance. All right. Well, uh, he says... Freya's, Freya's going to whisper over to Skylar, is that a bad guy or a good guy? Oh, it's good. They give you cars. And then I'm going to say to Emmanuel. No, I mean the sidekick guy. Oh. He's a bad guy. If you, if He's a bad guy. Um, and then I'm going to say to Emmanuel, this is a real muggle thing. All right. Uh, well, then I guess I have to trust you on that one. So uh, Cosmic Sidekick says, 
Oh, uh, well, that, that sounds very, that sounds mighty serious. Skylar's nodding their head. <laughs> why, why don't you, uh, why don't you come in? We can discuss it further. So, um, everything you need when you need it most. Your car warranty slash insurance. I, I think you need some that, for your... Well, that's a, that's an extremely believable and reasonable pitch. Why don't you come on in? Uh, we can discuss paperwork and such. That yeah, let's like go somewhere. Do okay. Yeah, we're gonna go in here. And he turn and he uh, he turns around and he starts walking inside. Detective Spy Guy gives like a little two thumbs up to everyone behind him, uh, and then just like walks in. Yeah, and so you enter the the warehouse. It is a massive open warehouse building uh, that is currently completely occupied with a singular large object in the middle. Uh, it is a long, broad cylinder that appears to be uh, what is colloquially referred to as a laser gun. It is 25 feet high, and it is very menacing looking. Oh, yeah. Guns in are very, very dangerous. I nod to Emmanuel. Very dangerous. And so uh, Cosmic Sidekick leads you over to uh, a table where he's currently got some, some various uh, effects of his. While this is happening, investigator psychologist boss is going to try and keep in contact with uh, Detective Spy Guy's uh, thoughts so that if something goes wrong, she knows. That sounds like a roll. Uh, why don't you roll, uh, sounds like two two dice. Okay. I rolled oh, two ones. I rolled two ones. Oh, that's, uh, that's perfect then. So you uh, completely succeed. You can hear all the thoughts. Yeah, and so uh, Cosmic Sidekick pulls you aside, Detective Spy Guy, and sits down at a table and says, uh, all right, so now tell me about your reasonable products at reasonable prices that I obviously reasonably need to pay for and afford. Ah, I see. Well, have you ever thought that the concrete jungle is just not wild enough and that maybe you need to go someplace else? (laughs) What? Is that? <laughs> it's a real muggle advertisement. No, no. All right. Well, then, sure. Yeah, Cosmic Sidekick says, yeah, I have thought that particular thing about this is for no the one. concrete jungle. <laughs> Skylar just continually nods their head. Well, see here. You got you got a, a broomstick or a car. We, we insure those. We insure motorcycles, flying motorcycles. We, we, we don't insure Port keys or the flu network, but we we do insure magic carpets for a fee, obviously. Or uh, do you have one of the transport coleolises? Cor- Sorry, <sighs> that one always gets me. The transport coriolis, the broomstick for the family. I have all of those things. All of those things. Well, we do <laughs> offer bundled packages. Um, so while I'm talking, can I see anything on his desk? Yeah, I think, you you know, you don't need to roll for this one. I think you see some evil plans about the laser gun and how it works. Do I see any easy way to disable it? Yeah, so conveniently, there's a big red button that says disable right on the, uh, right on the main shaft. It's a trap. Alrighty. Well, see, the thing is, I can provide... Everything you need when you need it most in car insurance. 
and extended warranties. Well, y'all explain to me that that's a reasonable thing. Uh, unfortunately, Cosmic Sidekick says, Ha now that you have uh, gotten me to uh, try to get me into these terms, I'm going to uh, back out on the deal because I'm evil. Well, I haven't even explained my <laughs> prices yet. It doesn't matter what your price is. Or what we cover in terms of hazardous damages. Is your price not giving me money? Catastrophic. If it's not, then that's too much money. Well, for the- Allison, where did you find all this wonderful fantasy lore? Uh, I I don't know. The- oh, we heard it in our da- dad's car. It, like, talks to us in these commercials. It's called a radio. Uh, yeah. Weird. Anyway, yeah, for the low price of nine ninety nine a month, uh, we can insure your car against like thirty thousand jungle dollars worth of damage. And how much money do you have on your uh, on your person right now? On my person? Yeah, well, because I'm gonna take it from you. He holds up his hands, and they turn all electricy. <gasps> um. Uh, ah, ah! Emmanuel, how could you? <laughs> I'm not a spy. I just play one on TV. <laughs> investigator uh psychologist boss looks to everybody who's outside uh things are not going well in there Ar-woo! i'm gonna smash through the roof mona lisa is gonna approach the plans and get a good look at it and see the button so uh here's what i'm gonna say is uh well caleb it sounds like caleb is gonna have hero monster person jump through the convenient window in the in the roof Caleb, why don't you roll uh, 1d6, because that sounds like an ability that you've got, uh, and also another 1d6, because you are being daring and awesome. So why don't you roll three dice? I got a two, a five, and a three. My body score is two. Okay, so you uh, completely succeed, and you get a critical success. So here, what I'm going to say is, uh, as you fall down through this window, uh, you actually land... With your uh, with your claws pointed down at uh, another one of these villains that uh, is now pinned beneath you, uh, and as you look at him and bare your teeth, you see that it is Weepy Sailor Warlock. He's got a tattoo of a tear uh, right next to where his actual tears will come out on his face, uh, um. and he says, uh, "Ow!" That's what he says. <laughs> Is everybody else going to come with me? I don't think I can take this weepy sailor warlock alone. Yeah, I'm going to burst in. Dr. Professor Wizard's right behind you, bursting in. Y'all get a better look at who else all is in the uh, is in this warehouse. So in addition to Cosmic Sidekick, who's holding his hands up with the electricity, and uh, weepy sailor warlock, who's currently pinned beneath hero monster person, Caleb, there's also evil wrestler lawyer, looking uh, very strong and tall uh, right by the controls for this here laser. Uh, And lesser known sort of B-tier hero, the objectivist, who upon seeing all of you yells, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That doesn't make any sense physically. Yeah, well, that's uh, just what I'm just reading off the paper. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, And so I think, Art, you were also trying to do something or other. I'm going to... Paint a large pole and pull it out from the wall and then uh, press down on the button with it. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll, uh, let's say, 2d6 for that one. Okay. Three, five. Okay, so I'm going to say that one's more of a brawn roll. Oh. Well, so you got one. You got one. So that means uh, 
you succeed, you barely manage it, but it inflicts a complication. Mm -hmm. You manage to tap that button just as evil wrestler lawyer grabs that pole and shoves it back right back at you and hits the (gasps) wall that you're on, cracking (gasps) and uh, defacing yourself to the point where you're going to need to use some of your paint to redraw yourself. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, I'm going to move what's left of my paint up to the ceiling and start repainting myself. And I'm going to repaint myself not as the Mona Lisa, but I'm going to repaint myself as I whip off my... uh, Skylar whips off their glasses in real time. And I repaint myself into the scream. Artist Edvard Munch. And Skylar <laughs> claps their hands on their face and also alongs their fingers to make it look oh creepy. Um, I think Detective Spy Guy is going to try to kick the shins of Cosmic Sidekick. Okay, uh, that sounds like a, like a brawn roll. Uh, and I don't know that you have any uh, bonuses on that one, so it's going to be 1d6. I rolled a six. All right, so you succeed. Kicking the shins of Cosmic Sidekick, uh, you distract him long enough to make maybe move away from him a little bit. Yeah, what I'm going to move away. I'm going to move away. Is there any cover? Well, there's not really any cover. It's kind of just a big, open, empty warehouse. You could, like, maybe flip the table and hide behind it. Oh, yeah, I jump behind the table. Investigator Psychologist Boss is going to try and give... The sidekick guy, a brain freeze. Mm. Good one. Okay, that sounds like uh, an ability that you got. Why don't you roll 2d6? Wait, but Freya, is that ability really on your sheet? Yes, Leo. I said that at the beginning of the game. She did say oh, that so at the beginning s- of the game, Leo. That'd be so nice. you did. I'm sorry. I rolled a two and a four. Okay, and so it uh, sounds like you get one partial success. Cosmic sidekick gets that brain freeze. Uh, and in the process of doing that, stumbles backwards and uh, lightning flows out of his hands and directly at Caleb. Oh, no. Hero oh, monster person. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, he gets thrown off of Weepy Sailor Warlock, who stands up, uh, puts his foot on Caleb's neck and says. Wait, Caleb in the real world? Not Caleb in the real world. Hero monster person? Hero monster person. None of this is really happening. He came out of the game? Leo, you know none of this is really happening, right? Well, wizards. Of course I do. I mean, it could have been. It's not happening somewhere in like a pocket dimension? Oh, yeah, like those paintings we went into? I mean, I can't rule out the possible realities that exist potentially, but I, I think it's highly unlikely that that's actually the case. I mean... I mean, I have to imagine this is a real world we're conjuring with magic. Otherwise, it's just paper and dice, and that sounds stupid. Oh, we can use that spell, uh, Revelio Desiderio Yo. No, it doesn't sound stupid. It sounds really fun. I, I take that back. Okay. Well, uh, why, why don't we just keep going? With Caleb now at the disadvantage, evil wrestler lawyer steps into the middle uh, uh, of the area, and he says, Ho, 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 ho. What's so funny, evil wrestler lawyer? Well, you you see, uh, you you're you're all a bunch of fools because this was all a decoy, a distraction, <gasps> if you will. Oh no! I knew it was so easy. Don't you see? It was never about any laser destroying the city. I mean, yes, we do have a laser, and it is gonna destroy the city. But no, 
Wait. The scream what? is just uh, intensifying their scream as he reveals this news. <gasps> no, you, 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 you fools. Don't you know? Don't you know what day it is? Tuesday? No. <laughs> Tuesday, exactly. Tuesday was the day you were supposed to go and testify about that pharmaceutical company so that my law firm, Johnson Johnson and Wrestler LLC, <laughs> could, would lose their name. big case. Don't you don't you get it? This wasn't a, this wasn't about destroying the city. And again, yes, I am going to destroy the city now because that sounds like a super fun time. But mostly I was here so that my law firm would continue their consecutive win streak of over 800 cases in a row. I've yes, heard enough. That pharmaceutical company that has been dumping chemicals into the reservoir are going to go scot-free. Not on the hero's watch. How dare you? We'll get you. to the courthouse. Yeah. It's ve- not very nice to call us fools. Who's going to go and to I the I don't courthouse? care about your pharmaceutical company. I, I can go to the, the courthouse. Uh, you don't know, but Pedro the painter, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's... <laughs> He's only four years old, but he knows how to talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's there. So I put a tie on him so he would pass oh, as an so adult. Cute. And he is really cute. But I gave him a suitcase so he could hold hold it off. <laughs> track so of it. He can just say, he's a good I sidekick. object. <laughs> <laughs> Evil wrestler lawyer (laughs) leers at you as you say that. And he says, well, no matter because I'm still going to destroy the city. That big red disable button. It was just a decoy. I knew it. And he, uh, at that moment, he starts moving his finger towards the fire button. (gasps) And at that moment, Leo, time freezes. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? You feel that heartbeat against your chest. In this very, very important moment of this game. <laughs> All right. Uh, Leo looks at the book, looks at the table, quickly looks over at Freya's character sheet while she's frozen to see if she really has that one ability. And okay, well, then it comes back and sits down. Uh, <laughs> and then he, uh, and then, and then he uh, opens the book. Leo, do you want to save the world? What, like the real world or this game world? Th- this game world. Oh, Unless me. you want this game world to be the real world. Oh, oh no. I mean, that sounds pretty cool, but it seems like maybe there would be implications. But Leo, do you want to be Leo? Or do you want to be Dr. Professor Wizard? <gasps> I want to be Dr. Professor Wizard! <laughs> And with that. (laughs) And the moment you say that, time starts to speed up. Not to the normal time. It's still very slowly crawling forward. Wait, wait, no. No, I didn't. You lose your frame of reference. And you are no longer Leo. You have become Dr. Professor Wizard. This is awesome. In that moment, in that in that suit with those muscles rippling, you see evil wrestler lawyer's finger moving slowly towards that fire button. He's about to destroy the city. So, Dr. Professor Wizard, what do you do? Wait, stop! 
And he uses his ability to hold a freeze a person in place. Okay. Roll 3d6 because that's daring. It's one of your powers because obviously every power you came up with is yours. Yep, 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 yep. Wait, is Leo rolling these dice or is Leo ceased to exist and Dr. Professor Wizard is rolling dice in his head or something? Leo no longer exists. It's just Who's rolling Dr. The Professor dice? Wizard. Uh, Mike. Mike is. We are no okay. longer playing a, wi- just... a wizard's game. We are playing a hero. Also, game. as a doctor, you should have gave him a cold so he had to sneeze. Oh, uh, uh, that's absolutely 100% the case. Th- this is now reality for all of you. You are oh, all no. your characters now. Do we do we oh, real well, that, like that removes no a very confusing why, layer of abstraction? This, this is so no longer it. why can't we be wizards? This is now the Doctor Professor Wizard magical role playing experience. Wow. All right, you heard it, listeners. Podcast is over. We're doing a new podcast. Ooh, this is why can't we be superheroes? Right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Again, it is called. Uh, the Dr. Professor Wizard Magical Role-Playing Experience. <laughs> it's called Why Can't We Be the Dr. Professor Wiz- Wizard Magical Role-Playing Experience. Yeah, I think we should always add Why right. Can't We Be What something on the front. <laughs> why Can't We Be the Dr. Professor Wizard Magical Role-Playing Experience is very good. Okay. The Title name of, the of our episode, of the, yeah. It's a great band name. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it never no. is. All right. All right. All right. 3D6. I'm rolling the dice. Quick question. Do we know... That's- Absolutely like, not. You are those characters. Okay, okay, got it. And it's normal, and it's always been like, like this. Yes. Although Leo probably doesn't. This is just Leo who probably you are. remembers. Okay. Okay. Well, that was a one, and that was a three, and that was a two. Well, so what was I trying to roll? That's two out of three. You're rolling. Blank. Oh, I, th- I forgot. I was rolling low. These are good. Okay. So, uh, with a with a complete success, though, you are doing what? You're freezing evil wrestler lawyer. Yeah, I'm freezing him in place so he can't press the button. Okay, yeah. So you stop evil wrestler lawyer, and he can't move his finger an inch from the button. Time is unfrozen. Uh, what does everyone do? Um, so investigator psychologist boss walks over, pulls out a chair, sits on it with a notepad and pen in her hand, and says, evil wrestler lawyer, let's talk about what's just been happening. Uh, first off, if you actually blow up the city, do you realize that you will also be blowing up the courthouse? If you keep wanting to keep winning cases, you know, you kind of need the courthouse. It's really good. Uh, (laughs) yeah, evil wrestler lawyer says, (laughs) you think I care about that? You think that matters to me at all? Wait, he can talk while he's frozen? Yeah, his his face is unfrozen for the purpose of roleplay. Yeah, just his mouth. Well, how how does it make you feel that uh, that that we've stopped you? How does it make me feel? What do you? Uh, why don't you roll? Why don't you roll two d six on this? Okay. Actually, let's roll three because this is baller. Can I roll um, my scent of a dog to see if I smell fear on him? Go for it. Two d six. Four and a three. Okay. Uh, so that's a that's a. Brawn roll, so you're gonna get one, which is a mixed success. Can I smell fear? You can, you can smell something, but you can't tell if it's fear or just like indigestion. <laughs> Gross. So, sorry, Charlotte. What, what, what was yours? <laughs> oh, um, the scream is going to paint some tools to dismantle the button. Uh, and then Allie, 
I I rolled a two twos and a four, and my number is four. Okay, and so uh, all three of those, so complete utter success. Uh, so you're going to get to do everything that you wanted to do, and you also get to ask me a question. So evil wrestler lawyer cocks his cocks his mouth because he can't move his head. This is, uh, I'm sad now. You've made me feel my sadness, and it makes me feel emotions I don't want to feel. Nobody makes me feel my own feelings. Who do you think you are, you heathen? I'm investigator psychologist boss. Ching! (laughs) Good job, investigator psychologist boss. Thanks, Dr. Professor Wizard. This is not not how, like, Freya would be role-playing this at all. No, No, but Freya doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) So, hero monster person who has been pinned under uh, weepy sailor warlock is going to flip him up into the air and just consume him whole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is a family-friendly <laughs> podcast. Okay. Wow. Uh, this is going to be 2d6, because I don't think it's, you're being daring and awesome. You're being terrifying. Uh, it is a 2 and a 4, and my score is 2. Okay. Uh, you do it. You, oh. you, just, you just eat him. You just Hero monster Weepy person Sailor, oh, no. gives a big Weepy thumbs Sailor up. Warlock is no more. He's just gone. Dr. Professor Wizard has a look of horror on his face. The scream does the scream more intensely. Detective Spy Guy is cowering behind the table that he was still cowering behind. I think I think the objectivist says, oh, oh, my word. I know Ayn Rand said some cool things about being better than other people, but this goes too far. I'm out. I quit. I'm, I'm done. And he, he just gets up and he leaves. He just walks out. He's gone. <laughs> Kevin, did you just make an Ayn Rand joke on our Harry Potter podcast? Yeah, his name is the Objectivist. He said, "Pull yourself up by your bootstraps." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, Don't know when you need to know. Some Detective Spy Guy is like, "I didn't sign up for this." Anyhow, the slobbering hero monster person walks over to Doctor Professor Wizard and uh, just waits. Good, good job eating that guy. Hero monster person rolls onto his belly for pets. <laughs> well, all right. I can't say no to that. Doctor Professor Wizard gives a bunch of belly rubs. <laughs> so, so at this point, Cosmic Sidekick is the only one left standing, and uh, he looks at all of you still uh, laying on his back and says, uh, "Well, this has been a turn of events." Uh, ah, and he shoots some uh, lightning at Detective Spy Guy. <laughs> ah! I I try to dodge. Doctor Professor Wizard. Jumps in the way. <gasps> uh, wait, Doctor Professor Wizard jumps in the way. Yes, but uh, is, he has a secret. Okay, that we'll reveal after we resolve this. Oh, uh, okay. Well, why don't you roll? I mean, that's daring and awesome. I don't know that you have a specific ability for jumping, so I think it's two d six. Okay, and I'm rolling brawn. I imagine you're rolling brawn. Absolutely, yes. I hope you're wearing armor. That's a six. And a two. I got one success. Okay, so with a mixed success, here's what I'm going to say. You don't jump in front of the lightning quite in time. Mm. Do I get shot? You jump in front of it and uh, take some of the blast. So the little bit of lightning that shocks Detective Spy Guy doesn't end 
Detective Spy Guy's story, but he is certainly unconscious. Uh, and you you land on your and uh, you land on one knee and then stand back up. So Leo was trying to do a thing with an ability he thought of for Doctor Professor Wizard, where he can make decoys of himself, and that was not really him jumping in there. And he was going to sneak behind him while he while his decoy jumped in front. But no, I think that's exactly like that what was she not did. necessary. That's exactly okay. what she did. You tried to throw your decoy out in the way, and you weren't fast enough. Mm-hmm. And so now you're standing there looking on in horror as Detective Spy Guy is now laying on the ground, completely unconscious. How could you do this? You're not very nice! I My electric powers is how I did it. Yes, I meant like on a moral level. I'm evil. It's not that complicated. Don't it's read, never as simple don't as good and evil. Don't read too far into it. No, in this case, it's very specifically a, a very much good and evil thing that's kind of that's the mythos of this world. It's really simple. It, it's easy for the you know viewers and whatnot to <laughs> kind of dis- disengage from reality a little bit. If I've learned anything lately, it's that if something seems evil, it might not be. <laughs> and I shoot my magic laser spell at him. Yeah, you tell him, Dr. Professor Wizard. I think that you okay. So you're gonna shoot your laser spell at him. Yep, 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 yep. You're yep, gonna yep, get he totally has that one d six for doing it. One d six for uh, and a, your ability. One d six for being daring and awesome. And I think that uh, you get a fourth because investigator psychologist boss just said that cool thing to you. That's awesome. And I say you're not the only person who has lasers. I had this the whole time. And I roll my dice. Okay. Uh, is this brawn? It is brawn. I rolled a three, which is going to do it. I rolled a one, which is not going to do it. A three and a four. That's three successes out of okay, four. Okay, so three with three successes, you get a critical success. So uh, you're going to blast Cosmic Psychic just completely out the building. Yeah. Through the, through the wall uh, with a Cosmic Psychic-shaped hole. And now... <laughs> Uh, the entire warehouse is empty aside from the five of you and a frozen evil wrestler lawyer and a big laser. How am I doing with dismantling that? Uh, why don't you roll for that? Uh, that's going to be a brains roll. Yeah. So I think you're going to just get one D6 for it. Yep. Uh, I was uh, matching. Okay, cool. So uh, you only get one die, so you barely manage it. Um, so uh, the complication I'm going to say is... Oh, wait, I get an extra die because uh, my ability is to create anything and I'm creating tools to dismantle it. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, why don't you roll a second one then? Three. Okay, so complete success and you get to ask me a question. So what's your question? I never asked my question. Oh, you're right. What was your question? Uh, uh, I don't think I had one. Um, <laughs> Shoot. Are we gonna are we gonna win that case against evil wrestler lawyer? Yeah, and so at that moment, the camera cuts to the courtroom scene, uh, and you just you hear the yeah. you hear the Law and Order dun dun, and then uh, <laughs> and then it's just it's it's the four year old painter kid. What's his name? Pedro. Pe- yeah, Pedro the preschool painter is uh, sitting on the stand, and the prosecutor looks at him and he says, "All right, now." Can you tell me which of the bad guys over there, sorry, sustained, bad guys is an inappropriate term to use. Which of the people (laughs) over there are the ones that were dumping the chemicals in the lake? 
And uh, Pedro looks up, points at uh, the person sitting in the defendant's table and says, that guy. It was that one. Yeah. And, and that uh, one and that one and that one and that one. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 uh, and the, the judge says, case closed. Case closed. Guilty. Guilty, and he bangs his gavel. Yeah. Wait, isn't there more due process to... Go, okay. Pedro! I need the right best. man for the job. So, Charlotte, what's, uh, what is Art's question? Oh, Art's question? Well, Art just saw Dr. Professor Wizard do some very questionable things. Art's question is, are these actions out of character for Dr. Professor Wizard? Dr. Professor Pro- Wizard seems to be acting very strangely. That's what I but thought. But you can't really put your finger on it. Yeah. Art, like, paints a question mark over their head, like, hmm. <laughs> um, but also, I dismantle the bomb? Yes, you dismantle the, the laser. The laser is no more. Okay. This just doesn't seem to be your M.O. Well, I mean, sometimes you gotta break some eggs to make a justice. Investigator psychologist boss hears this and decides to read Dr. Professor Wizard's mind. <gasps> oh, you're going to know that we're all fake. <gasps> oh, Dan, that's trippy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you reading Leo's mind, yeah. kind of? I don't know, DM. <laughs> Why don't you roll 2d6? Okay. Are you asking Emmanuel or Kevin? There is no Emmanuel. Yeah. There is no Emmanuel. 2d6. Ooh, I rolled a 2 and a 4. So that's a match and a success. Okay, so Investigator Psychologist Boss learns that Leo is Leo and not Dr. Professor Wizard. And he's got all kinds of weird thoughts about being a Hogwarts wizard and Hogwarts and setting fires in the common room and a common mm-hmm. room. And something about, and something some about, about ravens that. and claws. You're not really sure what to make of all of it, but it's very weird. Uh, that's trippy. Hogwarts. Do you sense it too? I I don't know if that's Dr. Professor Wizard. What do you mean? Of course it's me. Oh? Dr. Professor Wizard. He's smart. He's teaches. He's good at something. Something, something, <gasps> Wizard. He doesn't he's even know his something. own thing. Song. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? He used to sing it every day. <laughs> I just sing it to myself all the time. Yeah, that's perfectly normal. Uh, no, I mean it's usually my adoring fans that sing it for me. I don't have to remember the words. Doctor Professor Wizard, how did my parents die? In a tragic accident, of course. Oh, well. <laughs> You've got me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they always die. Well, he is who he says he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, at this, at this, you hear some rumbling in the distance. Oh no! What could that be? I'm gonna go check on Pedro, and I jet out of there. Uh, and so as you leave the building, like uh, as you're going through the doorway, you are stopped because a massive hulking terrifying beast has blown the door apart 12 feet tall with what looks to be the body or at least the legs of something that was at one time human with the torso and head of something terrifying i quickly jet back in red eyes and horns and 
For anybody who is familiar with this creature, it appears to be almost what looks like a minotaur. I jet back in and paint it on the wall and say, we're in, oh wait, it's in the building now, right? It's in the building. Okay, yeah. I, I come back in and I group near my team, the heroes. Uh, yeah, the Avengers music plays in the background as you all make <laughs> so Dr. Professor Wizard prepares for battle and makes a brave stance, but Leo takes a moment. Oh no. Wait, I know those eyes. And then he brushes it off and he's back to being Dr. Professor Wizard. Yeah, and, and uh, at that, like, the, the theme song halted halfway through <laughs> while you were having that thought and then resumed as you as you st- got back into position. Now, Detective Spy Guy is still on the floor, unconscious. So, um, can Hero Monster Person lick uh, Detective Spy Guy away? <laughs> uh, roll to lick. Yeah, why don't you roll... This seems like a brains roll, not a brawn roll. Arr, arr. Um, so 1d6. It takes a lot of brains to lick. I got a four, but my score is two. Okay, so you fail. I don't and know, here's your what tongue I'm, is a muscle. Here, you just miss. Here's what I'm actually going to say happens. Halfway to getting to hero monster person, or sorry, halfway to getting to detective spy guy. There's so many names. Halfway to getting to detective you did this, spy Kevin. guy. I know. Well, I didn't. This. Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's my fault. Uh, everything's my fault. Like, the podcast is over. Um, no. Uh, halfway to getting to detective spy guy. As you start leaping towards them, this minotaur leaps on you and gores you in the stomach. Oh God! I'm gonna paint no. you. I'm gonna paint you new intestines using almost the last of my paint. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, roll. I. I mean, that's very daring considering the the minotaur is right there on you, and it is your power. So I guess you roll three d six. Six, five, one. I had. I have a five. Okay. So that's two. You succeed twice. And I'm coming from underneath, like on the ground, so I don't have to like. Sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you you slick underneath the Minotaur, who is now standing back up and turning towards the rest of the group, and uh, you using almost the last of your paint, uh, use just enough to put Hero Monster Person back together. Not well enough that he can stand on his own, but enough that he can breathe again and, and doesn't seem like he's on his last legs. Good, I'm gonna drag him under like a table. Great, great job, great job, Art. That was a close one. Do something! The Minotaur lowers its head and starts charging towards investigator psychologist boss. Uh. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try giving it a brain freeze. Okay, uh, roll 2d6. Uh, oh no, okay, I rolled a three and a six. That's a pass and a fail. Okay, uh, so on a uh, mixed success, you barely manage it. So you get this brain freeze off, but you don't do it in time to stop it in its tracks. And it barrels into you, knocking you to the ground as it tumbles backwards and smashes against the wall. You are also now significantly injured. No. Dr. Professor Wizard, you need to do something. No, this isn't, this isn't right. I, you shouldn't be getting hurt. What? What's happening? Uh, Dr. Professor Wizard does, he, he does a laser spell again. It worked well last time. Roll 2d6. 
That's a three and a two. Okay, so uh, those fail, right? Uh, oh no, one no, succeeds. One succeeds. Yeah, you um, you shoot your laser at the Minotaur as it gets up. It manages to stand back up on its own two feet and kind of puts its arms in front of it and deflects the blast away and then throws it down and uh, sniffs loudly and starts uh, patting its foot against the ground. Uh, try again! Do the laser again! Uh, I think that in the process of you trying to think about that, uh, we cut to Victoria the vampire, who's got her phone out and is recording this whole thing as a TikTok uh, and posting it online. Yeah, and she's Leah, also she's also doing a, she's doing a Fortnite. She's doing a Fortnite. Doing a Fortnite. Yeah, um, that's what that's called, right, kids? Yeah, and uh, then she yep, yep, yep. she bears her teeth and then winks at the camera. Uh, okay, so Leo, why don't you roll? T- why don't you roll two d six? I'm trying uh, a five and a two. Again, one success. Okay, so another mixed success. This time, um, it continues to step forward, still blocking the blow with its arms and then throwing it aside. Who are you anyway? You're ruining everything. It stares at you and then charges. Ah, Use your uh, mind magic, Dr. Professor Wizard. I told you, you need to do something. Oh, uh, Dr. Professor Wizard closes his eyes. This isn't real. That's not how you usually cast that. I stopped. I stopped time. I can do that. Everybody knew it. It was on my character Uh, sheet. Roll roll 2d6. It was definitely on my character sheet. Definitely. (laughs) It was not. I'm guessing that's a brains roll. It's a brains roll. Oh, that's two successes. I rolled a one and a two. Uh, Yeah, so you succeed. Time stops. What do you do? I slowly walk over to the Minotaur and get a good look at it. What is your deal? Really? Why are you bothering me? I'm just trying to do what feels right. I don't get it. And despite the fact that time is frozen for everything around you, the Minotaur turns its head and looks at you. And it says, Leo, you are mine now. And it lowers its horns and thrusts into your chest. No! I close my eyes. This isn't real! It's not! You feel... You feel Revelio Desidero! And uh, you're laying on the ground. Leo, you're dying. Oh, God. At first, it hurts. You start to feel cold, and your vision starts going in and out of focus. And then it doesn't really hurt anymore. And you start fading away. This is Leo. This isn't Dr. Dr. Professor Wizard. They're one and the same. You made a deal. Who are you anyway? And why? Why? Why me? You touched the butt. I mean, (laughs) I mean the buck. You touched the butt. Yeah. And so as as Leo is gored, time unfreezes. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to use the last of my paint, including what I'm made up of to save him because that's what heroes do. And Lugaru is going to leap with the last of his strength to distract that Minotaur, biting it savagely wherever he can. I don't know who you are, Dr. Professor Wizard, but I believe in you. I g- Wait, no, give you Art. my paint. 
All right, so uh, hero monster person, Lugaru. Why don't you roll 3d6? Because that's definitely an ability, and it was daring and awesome of you to throw yourself in the way like that. Um, this is a body roll? It's Yeah, it's, uh, it's brawn. All right, so I got three successes on that roll because my brawn is two. Awesome, yeah. And so with three successes, um, so here's the thing. What I am going to say is you are already kind of dying. Like, you, you're not, like, healed, healed. So... It's going to pretty much wipe you out and knock you unconscious. You're not going to die, but you do manage to throw the Minotaur to the ground. Tell Pedro I love him. (laughs) All right. Art, with the last of your paint, you wipe the brush alongside Leo slash Dr. Professor Wizard's body. No, Art, you didn't have to do that. Save new Londonopolis. Why don't you uh, roll 3d6 to see if you succeed? Three. Three. Wow. Five. Three successes. With your dying moments, you save Dr. Professor Wizard's life. Still significantly injured, he now lays on the ground, clutching his chest, but the blood is gone. While the, while the Minotaur is distracted, investigator uh, psychologist boss is going to rush over to Dr. Professor Wizard and try to, like, help him up. We have to get out of here. I'm sorry I put you in danger. I didn't mean for any of this to happen. It's okay. Uh, Leo, was it? Uh, wait, I didn't tell you my name was Leo. I can read minds, remember. What? Okay. (laughs) As you're having this conversation, the Minotaur gets back to its feet, tossing hero monster person's limp body aside and starts moving towards the two of you. All right, you need to go. Go, go where? I don't know. You're our only hope. Well, I mean, I, I, I think I brought this thing into your world. I didn't mean to. This is all very confusing. I can't give you much time. And she stands in between. It starts to charge. Yeah, she stands in between the Minotaur and Dr. Professor Wizard. You need to go. Go now. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Leo closes his eyes and tries his hardest to cast Revelio Desidero. Okay, uh, roll magic. All right, I'm gonna go to my other character sheet. Yeah, Leo is rolling magic now. I rolled a one and a six. Okay, seven plus two, nine. Okay, uh... Mix so uh, with a nine, that's a mixed success. You cast uh, Revelio Desidero, and it points you towards a door in the back of the room. As you run towards that door, uh, you turn your head and hear the Minotaur crash into the wall behind Investigator Psychologist Boss. As you sprint through that door, you find yourself in a dark obsidian corridor. <sighs> this place again. Uh, So walking down the corridor, there's no other doors. Eventually, you make it down the hallway into a a larger opening. And you see a prison cell. And inside that prison cell uh, is a form. It's Michael. That you recognize. (laughs) As you step closer and, and peer through the bars, it's pretty immediately obvious. Despite the long scraggly hair and uh, disheveled appearance. It's it's Michael. Called it! (laughs) It's your sister's boyfriend. What are you doing here? And he looks up at you and he slowly raises his finger against his lips, deadly serious. 